Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, Enneagram coach, and mama to Bear and Camille. I'm passionate about helping people become the best versions of themselves. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hi. Hi. It's us. (laughs) <laughs> took a while to get to this point, but we're here. I feel like, oh. I don't know. Hi. Hello. There's hello. something going on in, apparently in the universe that is making like sleep hard and just like life feel hard right now. I need to try and find my friend was just telling me about it. What do you mean? What, and, what is this is like a real like thing or planet. like just a vibe? No, like the planets or something. Oh. So my friend Ayana, Ayana said that there is something about a giant, there's giant solar flares disrupting sleep and like making things hard. So <laughs> I was going to blame it on that. <laughs> giant solar flares. So I saw a meme the other day and it was like, Mercury's finally out of retrograde. So now everything can be your own fault again. <laughs> like, it's about right. Touche. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We like didn't sleep last night. Indy was like grabbing my hair last night. And then she would, yeah. And she would like wind up with her, like up onto her knees and then propel herself into my body, like headbutt me like a ram <laughs> all night. <laughs> oh my gosh, friend. I'm I was so just sorry. trying to like climb back into my body. <laughs> and I love bed sharing and usually it's like dreamy and peaceful and snuggly. But last night she was like, those man, it's the, the solar flares. <laughs> <laughs> The solar flares really, you know, got through her for a loop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I, I almost started crying at one point, and then I started laughing because that's, that's how it was. I was like, this is – I had to, like, pull my hair up into, like, a tight knot. My hair is kind of like her bobo. But right. she wasn't, like, super upset. She would just kind of, like – it was so weird. It was so weird. Was she just awake? <laughs> like, wide awake? No, she was like, she had a thumb in her mouth and she was kind of like, uh. but it, it didn't seem like I pretty, it's pretty obvious when she's gassy, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious when her mouth is hurting. And it was, this was just nothing about it was obvious. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, went from like almost crying to laughing. Cause I was like, I, I don't know what to do besides <laughs> just keep like, I would snuggle her into my body and then she would be content and fall back asleep, but I would roll over and you know, then I would all of a sudden be rammed again. It was it was next level. That's and a rude awakening fine. when you're like yeah. in a deep sleep oh. and you get rammed. <laughs> I don't know if I made it into a deep sleep at all last night. Oh, no. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, it's just and sure it's I a terrible in, thing. Slept in until 545, 
fortunately Rusty doesn't work. It doesn't coach on Thursday morning. So like that's his morning to like be with her until at least seven so I can work. So mm-hmm. I got some time, but Lordy, it was, I'm tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you drinking caffeine right now? Or are you like third calf? What's so, third calf? Like only I do a mix of beans. And so I do like one third. Oh, okay. Two third. Four, you know, got it. And got it. I do one scoop of calf and two scoops of beans and two scoops of decaf. <laughs> Nice. And that seems to work well. And I do that like twice. <laughs> so all together, I have like probably a, a cup of calf and mm. two cups of decaf throughout the morning. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I love it. I love coffee. I love all the things I put in it. I love my mushrooms. It feels really good. Comes the mailman. The dogs are going to bark. Man, life, it just, it feels like, again, I feel like every time we come on and record, I'm just like, life is crazy. Like, not, not crazy. Life is, life is very full. Life feels very... It is, it's more than full. I'm trying to find the right word. It feels a bit overwhelming at times. I'll just speak for myself. Just some days. Like today, we were chatting on Voxer beforehand, and it's like my capacity feels really low to handle multiple things. And so it was like, I'm trying to go to this doctor's appointment that I've had to like reschedule multiple times. And I'm, I'm like, I've got to, you know, do this photo edits that I need to turn around. And then we're recording today. And it's like, normally these things are just like, this is my day. And it's like, it's great. I love it. It's like, I'm bopping around. I'm doing things like lately, not just today. It's just been really hard to, to balance, balance this bullshit. Yes, I know. But like, it's just been, there's not flowy. It's not flowy. You know what I mean? I think, I think it has to do with the transition, kind of like we talked about before, where it's like we're transitioning into this fall. We're feeling like we want to be more, I know personally, I mm-hmm. want to be more inward and I want to slow down, mm-hmm. but then I feel like everything around me isn't on the same page. Right. Oh, you know? yes, totally. I'm like, totally. come on, we had an agreement. It's fall. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not following through. <laughs> you're not keeping up. You're part of the bargain. The <laughs> collective you. <laughs> like we're doing so much, but in the in, in the in betweens, like really, really trying to slow down. Yeah. She's right now, but I'm gonna let her be because she's content. So yeah, I feel you on that. Like it's just life is very full. Sometimes I'm like here for it, and other times I just want everything to stop, mm-hmm. and I want to go stand in the shower for a half an hour mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a, with a little bit of CBD or oh, something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> something. I last night it's so it was so weird. I. I didn't feel that great yesterday. It wasn't like I felt sick and it wasn't like I felt sad. I was just, I woke up and like my energy, like my battery wasn't fully recharged, but I wasn't tired. Like I don't, I, it's hard to explain. Like it just felt like I needed to just make it through the day, which is not normal for me. And yesterday I came home and I just told, you know, told like, I, I was hungry, but like, I didn't feel like I wanted to eat anything. And then like, they were kind of doing their, like they, the kids wrestle with Tim like every single night almost before bed. And while they were wrestling, I like literally just snuck away onto the couch and fell asleep for like 30 minutes. And that hasn't happened since probably like I was pregnant and I'm not pregnant. Everyone just FYI <laughs> can <laughs> confirm had a lady doctor appointment today, actually. And I'm not pregnant. It's so unpregnant. <laughs> yes. But it was just, it felt like that, you know, that tired where you're like, it's like seven o'clock and you have to take a nap. Do you remember, did you ever do that when you were pregnant? Like it just so exhausted. Yeah. I, but I, my nap would just be go to bed at like six. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ideally that would be the case but like I just remember it being like that and yesterday it felt like I cannot keep my eyes open a single second longer I'm gonna go I quit this motherfucking day (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> basically that's what happened and then i got my second wind because i got a little snooze and i started to feel better and maybe you were like on the verge of something that you kind of fought off by so there's if you need it permission which you don't take the nap because yeah. you might fight off a sickness or a, some a bug that could take you down for days totally. just take the nap when your body says please take the nap totally yeah. totally i i think you're right too because like i said yesterday i was feeling kind of just like like I was going to get sick maybe. And then today I just feel, I feel so much better. So at least physically, mentally, I still feel a little blah. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been in and out of like blah and like super pumped and joyful for like weekend and my birthday. And like, we have all these fun plans, but it's also just like, (laughs) there's, you know, there's work to do and sleep to try and get. And Mm -hmm. if those don't, those two things don't happen, I definitely feel a little bit more frazzled. So Totally. I feel you. I've been, this isn't a ketchup episode. We're supposed to, we're doing a rapid fire today, but I feel like I, a little ketchup I have been. So I am, I think I've mentioned on here, I'm training for a half marathon in December and it's my first like kind of long, it's the first thing I've actually trained for in a very, very long time, probably since like before kiddos. And it's fun. And it's been really hard getting back into like running shape, which is like, it's just a different, different kind of shape. And anyways, like, the last couple week or so, like the mileage has been ramping up and like, thankfully physically I've been feeling really, really good, but I have been starving like 24 seven hungry. All, like, I, I don't remember feeling like, again, it's like almost feels like pregnancy hunger where it's just like, I need to eat right now. I have to eat, like I have to eat everything in sight, <laughs> which is also just like a weird, I, I guess not that I've been sedentary for the last like six years, but you know, like, running six miles is not something that I do on a daily basis or have been doing like on a daily basis. And so there's a lot of energy being expended there. And that like fueling myself for that is new. It feels new. So anyways, it is fun. I'm just like, like I I don't get that way when I'm pregnant. In fact, I I can't eat quite as much when I'm pregnant or at least not in quantity. So it's like more often, but less. And, but postpartum, I'm like, I am, I, so I, I'm a bottomless pit. Yes, totally. It feels like that. It's so, so interesting. But anyways, I've been eating a lot. I've been also trying to relax a little bit. So I've, you know, learned a lot about like gene stuff and like what works for me and what doesn't. And I've also found that like, I am just like tr- treading that fine line of like, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't. Well, I, I would, I don't want to say shouldn't. Ideally, genetically, dairy doesn't necessarily like serve me very well but from a emotional standpoint I love dairy and it serves me very well (laughs) and also sourdough and so just trying to find like balance with that as well like mostly avoiding dairy but also like giving myself permission like today I had some heavy cream in my coffee and I also had like Tim's sourdough with some like grass-fed butter on it. I saw your story that whole it was so good and like it just made me happy and so and I feel very like nourished and well fed and my stomach's not upset what is up y'all you all you beauties just here to chat about one of our longest running sponsors paleo valley it's strange because even though they've been with us forever I still feel like I never run out of things to talk about when it comes to their products today I want to chat about one of their most incredible offerings the grass-fed organ complex raise your hand if you've tried a thousand different ways to incorporate grass-fed liver into your diet because you've heard it's good for you it cannot just be me The good news is, yes, organ meats from Happy Cows are excellent sources of full-spectrum nutritional superfoods that support your body in every way. 
And you don't have to hide liver in your meatloaf anymore with Paleo Valley Organ Complex. Bonus, you don't just get the nutrients from liver. The organ complex includes grass-fed kidney and heart, and they make sure that they preserve these nutrients by gently freeze-drying them to protect all those vital goodies. You're going to find excellent levels of vitamins A, B2, B3, 5, 6, 9, and 12, and not to mention minerals like iron, phosphorus, zinc, copper, and selenium, and other goodies like CoQ10 and important amino acids. The nutrients from these grass-fed superfood supplements have been shown to boost cardiovascular health, connective tissue and joint health, digestive health, blood flow, immunity, thyroid function, fertility, and so much more. This is the supplement I would take if I could only take one. I love it that much. If you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed organ complex and invest in a supplement powerhouse, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and use the code modern mamas at checkout for 15% off your order. You will love it. Well, there's a lot to be said for it. Like we have our genetics and then we have epigenetics and like you can turn stuff on or off. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, 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 was just thinking, so we got our Kiwi box. This is, this is related. I swear we got our Kiwi boxes. So those of you who don't know, we have a link now. We are trying out Kiwi box. It's super fun. The it girls is. are pumped on it. And Evie's was like this whole like ravioli and lasagna making kit basically, Ooh. you know, and, it, and it, there's like a pamphlet in there that says like gluten and it goes into like all the science and stuff around gluten. And I was thinking about how like two years ago, three, three years ago, gosh, man, it's already 2022, I was doing sourdough in 2020, but like, yeah, like 2018, you know, I would have opened that and been like, Ooh, I'm going to just like put this in the drawer, you know, and yeah. been triggered by a whole pamphlet on gluten. <laughs> um, but, but now I look at that. And I'm like the food freedom that sourdough has like been the kind of catalyst for mm-hmm. in my life where I'm like, how cool she's going to learn about gluten and the science behind it. And I don't know. I just, I feel like there, there's so much to be said about like mental health around the shifts that we make lifestyle shifts, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you get super dogmatic about it all, you're very likely doing more damage than totally. you would be by just eating the thing, totally. you know, 100%. And just to kind of like play in that vein, like food quality also, I think plays a huge part. Like for me, yeah. like the other day I was like, I'm just going to have, I forget what it was. It was something that I, I wanted. I ate it, but it was like dairy that was just, I don't know where it came from. I'm sure it was like super processed. My stomach was super upset and I was like, okay, this isn't just like, this is really happening. This isn't like a food, like a diet culture thing. Like I literally ate this and now my stomach is really <laughs> not like feeling well. I definitely feel that way with gluten. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like or whatnot. Fi- yeah, it's like finding that balance of like, yes, I can eat dairy anytime I want to. I can eat gluten anytime I want to, but like the, the quality makes a difference. And like, if I do choose to eat like poor quality dairy, like, apparently there's consequences. <laughs> and so and that you've like taken a lot of that stuff out. You probably feel it more, yeah, which totally. I would say is a good thing. Cause you can be more in tune. Totally. So there's like something to be said for eliminating stuff yeah. and for information, not for like restriction or dogma. You know? Absolutely. But I mean, on the flip side, like when I eat Tim's sourdough and I know everything that went into it and like it's organic and all that stuff, like I don't, I'm fine. Like I literally have like my stomach is totally fine. So yeah all pieces of the puzzle and it's always just a, it's a, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. It's all a journey. And you know, Evie definitely has an egg intolerance. It's mm-hmm. not like a gnarly allergy. So for her, 
what are you going after over there? For her, you know, she, we just try and give her the information. So we're yeah. like, this thing has eggs. She knows it can give her a belly ache. And so, and we let her choose for the most part, unless we're like noticing that it's been like a pattern and she's really hasn't been feeling well, but we don't have to, we don't really have to notice that anymore as much or like mm-hmm. make any decisions for her at this point. She, she will say, uh, no, I've had it. Like I've had enough or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And she won't finish it if she doesn't, you know, it's, it's so cool to see, but it's just that, that, information is power, not shouldn't versus like it being, you know, creating dogma. Yeah. Oh, you got the keys. Just, you know, doing the thing over here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> what else? Anything else do you want to uh-huh. share before we try and do a little rapid, rapid fire? We wanted to do a topical, but we also didn't have the capacity to like fully dive into like a deep topic today. So we're going to switch it up and do a little Q and a Q and a, which, you know, we say rapid fire, but we're, not capable of that. Yeah. Necessarily. It's probably going to be like one question that we don't <laughs> <No. deeply> do. <laughs> and if y'all have any fun rapid fires, just shoot them to our DMs because it's super fun to, you know, when we don't have a topic or whatever, just to dive into these. And I, they always make me, they make my day better because they always make me laugh. This just, just even being on here thus far has made my day better. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's always like hard to get here. And we say yeah. this every time. It's like, once we're there, it's like, oh, it's great. It is. It's like a Talking warm, to my best friend. Yeah. It's like a warm blanket, like a warm hug. And then everything <laughs> is I just, doable. How about this? I'm going to ask the first one because I want to, it plays into all of this, like okay. book you're currently loving. Oh, okay. this is very reminiscent of that for me. I'm re- just finished last night, which is the worst and the best thing ever finishing a good book. It's like mm-hmm. depressing, but also mm-hmm. so awesome. Eleanor Elephant is completely fine. Ooh, that's an older book, right? Yeah. And yeah. I found it at like a, a, bo- a used bookstore and I, it's been on my radar, but I haven't read it. It is so good. It is so good. But she talks a lot about that. So like, I don't want to give too much of it away, but she goes through a lot of her life, like not being loved or touched or, oh. you know, any of it. And then, so as she starts to like come out of this, come into a better place in life, when someone touches her shoulder, you know, she is like, and in, in a kind way, mm-hmm. like she, it's like visceral for her. Like she feels it on, on a physical level, but then like she can literally like, she's like, I feel the warmth, like seeping into my body. Like she's so like void of that in her mm-hmm. life. That, so anyways, that, that, that just reminded me of the book because just being around someone who loves you, who you know loves you, where you can just show up exactly as you are and like all of your weirdness with all of your baggage, it can it can literally feel like a warm hug or a warm hug coming with the right intention can feel like, uh, you know, so much more than just that physical act. So mm-hmm. that's my book. What's your book? <laughs> yeah, well, I've been in a weird, like I go through such, it's just like very distinct phases where I'm like reading constantly, like con- just devouring books and like staying up late and reading and reading and reading. And then I go through phases where I'm like, I don't, I can't read. And like, usually when I'm not reading, I like really, am just like begging Tim to like veg out on Netflix with me. Netflix so we're kind of in chill. a, yeah, we're kind of in a net, like true, like Netflix and chill. We're kind of in like a Netflix phase, but I have been, I did read, I consumed this book in like, two hours and it's actually a nonfiction. It's called the glucose revolution. I think oh. it's by the glucose goddess. I forget her actual name. Yeah. I think my friend, Emily, Dr. Emily Wiggins has been on the podcast. I think she has talked about that book too. The book is, is such an incredible read and I love it because her approach is it is food freedom, right? But it's also like knowledge around like it's fine to have ice cream. Like it's fine to have whatever insert, whatever food you think is quote unquote bad. But she also like 
kind of tells you what happens with certain foods, like with your blood blood sugar regulation and how integral blood blood sugar regulation is to like basically all of your body systems and that you can find ways to for instance we'll just use stick with the ice cream stick to like mitigate that spike in blood sugar which can be harmful over time like if you're consistently just for instance like you're consistently just eating ice cream in the middle of the day like there are like interior body consequences to that in in terms of like blood sugar <laughs> I I eat cosmic bliss ice cream pretty much every day at like in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean and and that's fine, right? Like you No, know, it's also like coconut milk and maple like maple, coconut sugar, you know, not different things. It's it's all it's all unique, right? And her thing is like I can eat ice cream and you can eat ice cream and our blood sugar will t- potentially do two different things. And it depends on like what's in the ice cream. So she has all these there, you know, I'm doing air quotes like hacks. But it just really makes a lot of sense. Like for one of them is like eating like veggies, like a, she calls it a veggie starter. So like whether it's like a couple carrots and hummus or like a salad or eating your vegetables like first, like the fiber from the veggies going in first, like just scientifically, like anything that you eat after that, like your blood sugar spike is like decreased for the you know most what's part. Interesting. I feel like that's kind of intuitive. Like whenever I put together my sandwich. Mm-hmm. I always like take a little uh, whole like little pinchful of the sauerkraut and I'll eat that first. Mm-hmm. Like as I'm putting it together and it's it's become like habitual for me as I whenever I open the sauerkraut I always take like a mouthful of it or like I'll eat a few pickled onions and then I've heard that it's also like apple cider vinegar is great yeah. before. Yeah, so that's one of her things too. She's like you can do like an apple cider vinegar like shot or like mixed in with water or you can like make a dressing out of it to go over your veggies. So she has all of these hacks and she's like, you can do one of them or none of them or all of them. And some of them are like, you know, she's like, I eat dessert every single day. She's like, but I just do it after a meal instead because the spike. So like if you eat a meal and then you have ice cream, like it's just I mean, she and she uses a glucose, like a continuous glucose monitor to kind of like show all this. She's like, it just like your blood sugar isn't affected as much. And then she's like, you could do like 10 air squats after a meal or after eating. Like say that you're like, no, I'm just going to have my afternoon ice cream and that's that. Like if you wanted to, if you're concerned with blood sugar like spiking, you could do like go for a walk afterwards. And actually like your body like soaks up that glucose because your muscles are moving and it results in like a decreased spike. So anyways. The same can be said for... I literally do not stop moving all day long. I think about it sometimes. I'm like the amount of movement that I do in a day with this baby mm-hmm. is, and like cleaning up the house and working. I, I work standing up and I'm not saying like I'm doing it all right, but it right. just makes me chuckle. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, my, I count my steps. I don't ever like wear one of those things, but I just think it's funny. I mean, I think there's something uh, you're intuitively doing probably a lot of these things and like just being active on a daily basis, I think is going to have a huge impact as well. Anyways, not to say anyone has to like go buy this book and like live by it. I just thought even if you take bits and pieces from what she's saying, it's, it felt, it just resonated. Like it felt finally like, ah, like this makes sense. Yeah. And it's not like, again, she's not telling me I can't have anything. She's like, if you want bread, she talks about like bread too. She's like, this is what bread does. And she'll like, she uses herself as an experiment, but then she talks about sourdough. She's like, sourdough has a different response. Like in my body, it's a lower blood glucose spike. And so it's just really cool. And uh, she says, give me the, she just wants my headphones so bad. Well, you know what? She's just freaking exhausted. 
but then the thing where she's asleep and then I set her down and then she pops right back up and says, psych. I just got to keep giving her stuff until we're, until we're done and then I'll try until, again. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that book I loved. And then I'm, I'm making my way slowly through um, this book that my friend Holly gave me. It's called The Shell Seekers. It's actually an old book too. I think it was like the 90s. And it's just a kind of like an epic story about, it's not my normal jam. It's a much slower story, but it like, it's like a familial saga of like this family in Britain through like World War II and like. I love those kinds of books. What's yeah. it called? It's called The Shell Seekers. It's okay. really good. It reminds me, I just finished reading also Cutting for Stone and it's, it's similar. Oh, I mean, I love those, those sorts of books too. It just takes a much, I have to be in a much like different mindset to like open it up and like, okay, like let's, let's learn about it. So anyways, those are my two books. Is it fiction? It's fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't finish a nonfiction book. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, and no. I don't normally either, but the glucose revolution, I like, I read it like literally in two hours, which was, that's cool. yeah, which was surprising. But my CrossFit team, I highly recommend this one. Actually, we all read a book called the five dysfunctions of a team. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really really great. If you, if you're on any sort of team, whether it's like work or like a board or even like a, if you're a coach of a team or that kind of thing, I I recommend it. I think that it's well-written, especially the first half is more like anecdotal. And then it kind of explains, you know, they teach by through a story, but it was great. I actually think I have that somewhere like on, I was trying to look on my bookshelf. I think I was given it and then I never read it. Um, so if you recommend it, yeah, it was good. Okay, cool. Okay, let's Next. see. I feel like we've answered most of these at some point or the other. Let I tried to go through and delete the ones that we have, but maybe I just didn't remember them. Well, how are you relaxing and unwinding these days? Because even if we've answered that before, I feel like it might yeah. be different. Fitness is, believe it or not, like it helps me relax and unwind. Like having that hour to myself, reading, walking for sure. If I can get out with the girls or alone on like a, a hike or a walk. That's big. And then camping. I know it sounds counterintuitive perhaps, but I've talked about this like a lot on Instagram and varying podcasts about how like for me camping or like getting the girls outside actually makes things a lot easier. It's like in the afternoon, (laughs) you're going to eat that in the afternoon. Like if, if you know, I'm trying to get some work done and everyone's a little bit chaotic, we just like, we'll go outside or we'll go to a park and I'll bring my laptop and I might be able to get some work done. And then same thing with camping. Like last Friday, you know, the season's shifting here. And so we aren't doing as much tent camping, but we just loaded up a super simple, like easy button dinner. And we have all of our camping stuff, like our kitchen stuff in a case that we just put on top of the car and we got a local campsite and just spent the evening, you know, and, and it was just, I felt so refreshed and so awesome afterwards. So that's big for me, like being outside, like camps, camp style evenings, whether it's in our freaking backyard and we just have a a fire. So I'd say my top three, good book, good movement, and like fire, outdoor fire are the things that I'm finding the most like rejuvenation from right now. She's literally eating coupons. <laughs> mm, tasty. Tasty. All right, your turn. I was thinking, as I was asking the question, I was like, maybe I think that's part of the problem is I feel like I'm not, or the current situation, I feel like I'm not taking a lot of time to like relax and unwind. Like I mentioned before, doing a lot of TV watching in the evening. And you know Say what you like. I know intellectually that like watching television every night is not something that I choose to do all the time because I know that like technically you're not really relaxing your brain, (laughs) but 
in this season of life, it feels like I, this is where I am right now. So like we've been watching GBB, which is on Netflix. And that to me is very soothing, like just watching the Great British Bake Show and sitting down with a spindrift and having Tim and us laughing and, you know, enjoying each other's company. However, I know that that's not truly relaxing me at the end of the day. Like I know my brain is still like getting stimulated. So the short answer is I'm not doing a lot to unwind or relax right now. However, this last weekend, we've still been doing our Sunday, like our Sabbath, our offline day. And it's been kind of also hit or miss. Like the, I mean, the last couple weekends prior to this weekend has been, I would say, not super restful. We had friends come over, like the kids had friends come over one time. And then I for, we did something else another weekend on Sunday that just made it feel like not soothing. And, but this past weekend, it was so good to the point where like Tim and I were even just commenting like this has been such a, like the whole day we're just like, this feels so good. Like we had Sunday night or Saturday night. So like I kind of to, to really get to answer the question, what relaxes me usually is cooking a slow meal. Oh, I forgot that. Like sourdough. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so soothing. And I forget because like during the week, usually my MO is just like, you know, we just need to eat something like, and I, I'm like dreading dinner. I'm just like, well, oh, what are we going to eat? Because the kids, they're in a stage right now where like, nobody likes anything that I'm making like whatsoever. Oh, it's, be hard. it's so hard. And I'm like, this food is delicious, <laughs> you know? And I'm like trying not to just like, be like, do you actually not like the food or is this just like a pushback? Yes. Like I, <laughs> I can't figure it out. And so it's just frustrating because every single night I'm just like, they're not going to like it. And sure enough, Bear will say he doesn't like it, but he will eat it. And then Cammy will just be like, no, this is not, not doing this. You can't make me <laughs> and I'm not going to do it, which is a whole other thing in of itself. So anyways, during the week, it's just kind of like, let's get this over with, which is terrible. But that over Sabbath, like the, we made like a lasagna one time and then we made this like mojo pork moho. I don't know technically how you pronounce it, but slow cooked like pork. And I made homemade tortillas and then I made homemade chocolate chip cookies, which were incredible. And we had, I haven't been drinking a lot, but Tim had made us like, he went to the store, he got some gin and he made us this like mint gimlet. I love gimlets, which is mm. a little known fact about me, but it's like basically like lime juice and gin. And so he made gimlets and we like sat outside and I, we had our first like fire pit fire going. It was still probably like 85 degrees outside, <laughs> but I was like, dang it, we're going to use this fire pit. And like the kids played happily and we listened to, I love music. I think I feel like music is one of my love languages because one of the things, oh, oh no, end day. I'm not sure what happened over there, but I hope everything's okay. Anyways, music is one of my love languages. I feel like I love share like making playlists and sharing them with people or like sharing songs or like one of my favorite things to do on Instagram is like find the perfect song for something that I'm sharing. And so music really, really relaxes me. And so been like just spending a lot of our Sabbath time, usually with just like good music in the background and trying to just trying to chill, just trying to chill my body, chill my brain. Sorry, this is turning into a long answer, but I love it. that's what we're probably only going to get through one more, but, <laughs> but also running strangely, strangely, not so strangely. It's always been something like once I was, I reached a certain like capacity for running. Like, I, I don't know. It just happened like last week because up until now it's been a struggle just like 
running at all has been like very hard, very challenging. And this past week I've gotten to a a point where I'm like, Oh, this feels really good. Like I could do this for a while. Like I'm feel like I'm not like literally dying. And so I've been having a lot of processing like during my runs and that's been really, really good. I always come back from a run feeling pretty relaxed as well. So kind of similar to yours, like with the whole working out thing, it's just something about that body movement and the ability to like clear the mind as well. Yeah. And like taking time for you to do something that's like really good for your body. You know, I just, that's, Mm -hmm. that's big for me. Okay. I love it. Let's do, let's shoot for one more. And then if we have more time, we'll do more. Uh, And I, by time, I mean, how much longer will this (laughs) sweet little soul give me (laughs) favorite board game? Ooh, I don't know if I've answered this before, but I feel like I might have, or it's come up in conversation. I'm highly competitive. Board games truly bring out the worst in me or they have in the past. I have grown and it's, it's mostly cause I, I don't know, I, not to like toot my own horn, but I'm typically pretty good at them. And so if I'm not winning, it's like, it's a whole nother side of chess. <laughs> like it, it is a problem and I have had to work through it. Like, I don't know if I've told this story, but one time, a long time ago with my high school boyfriend, we were playing Monopoly and he was kind of a jerk anyways, but he was beating me and like gloating. And I was the, the person that just got up through the board across the room and was like, stop it. No, I'm not kidding. Oh my not gosh, kidding. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not playing with you ever again. So Monopoly. And I'm the person on the other side. He's like, you're making this not fun anymore. I'm out. I'm going to go have a glass of wine. <laughs> so I have to be very, very I careful. Get bored of them. Yeah. I have to be careful. And it's obviously gotten better as I've aged and like kids, like playing with my children is a whole different thing. Like I it's, it's, I'm not like that person with my kids, but if it's like uh, my other adult friends and even on the outside, I can be like very calm and like, I'm not outwardly like upset, but on the inside, I'm like, I better win this thing. Like what is happening? (laughs) So sorry. That's like my, my, my dark side. That's like dark Jess, but that's not answering the question. The question is my favorite board game currently is a game called labyrinth that it's actually a, like a really fun family game. So you guys might love it. I think Evie would be super into it, but it's like basically like a maze game. Well, a labyrinth. It's one that she can, she can totally. Play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could play with Evie at this point. Cammy loves it. Bear. We all play together and that one's really super fun. And then not a board game that we are playing a lot of right now is this game called Egyptian rat screw. <laughs> I don't really know where the name came from, <laughs> but it's a card game. And so bear like bear is super into it and you, you play, you can play multiple players, but like we've been playing just two players and it's basically like, I don't know, like kind of like battle, but there's different rules where you're like trying to beat each other, like hand to hand, like, like card to card. And that has been fun. So cool. Have you heard of Foria? It's a company that is loved far and wide by folks who've had their sex lives transformed by these holistic, powerful products. And now I see why. They've been especially wonderful through this postpartum period for me when a little extra lubrication is key. Rusty and I have used the Intimacy Sex Oil with CBD and it's the perfect lube to provide all natural moisture with 400 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD to enhance arousal, soothe, and excite. We also love the Awaken Arousal Oil. And of course, all four of your products are free of added chemicals and only made from two organically grown ingredients. And you know what's sexy? 
discomfort-free, top-notch, pleasurable intimacy. I want to be totally honest, being married 10 years plus two kids later, sex and intimacy has definitely seen its ups and downs for us, but there's no shame in exploring different ways and products that enhance our sexual experiences, which is why we're so excited to announce we're partnering with Foria, a company using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. We are all about the Awaken Arousal Oil with CBD, which is a topical oil to enhance pleasure, ease discomfort, and help increase sensitivity for people with vulvas. That's me. You can use it solo or with a partner, and it is next level. Sexy time has definitely leveled up over here. Plus, CBD used topically helps increase blood flow, relax muscles, and ease tension, and manage discomfort gently and naturally. All around wins. So awesome. Friends, I can't recommend Foria enough. I think it's time to treat yourself to deeper, fuller pleasure and connection, both on your own and with your partner. And these products are your ticket to all of that. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com forward slash modern mamas or use code modern mamas at checkout. That's F O R I A wellness.com forward slash Modern Mamas for 20% off your first order. Enjoy. Yeah. What about you guys? Settlers of Catan. I've, I've I had never this, played like, that. It's, it's so fun. We found it for the first time when we lived up here for the first time in like 2015. And Jason, Rusty's best friend who lives up here with his wife and their new baby, he lived with us for a while back then. And we got, we all got into it and we would like have a cider and play for hours and so now we're back, you know, and they live here and, and we love playing. And it's so funny because like my early postpartum days with Indy, they would come over and like bring food and we would play. And I had like a four game winning streak. And this is me like half the time, baby on my boob, like coming in and out, changing a diaper. She's like squirming and I would just like wreck shop. <laughs> so she was like my lucky charm, but it's, it's just a really fun game. And mostly for me, I think I, like, I'm not a big board game person. I think that's part of like the Enneagram seven thing. Like I get I get kind of bored Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, let's go do something else. But there's something about like sitting around a table with good friends and playing a game that's like really fun and you can laugh and just like enjoy and everyone, we all love it. And so, yeah, it's just, it's like become a staple for us. So we're like, we'll have a bottle of wine and we'll sit and we'll play. And it's just, it's just really fun. If if you've, if you've played, you get it. If you haven't, hi, but uh, it's, you know, it's not a kid game necessarily. So Evie's there and she'll like be on one of our teams. Mm-hmm. What what is it? When I look at you, you smile. You want to move that? There you go. She said, "I just want your full attention on my I face." I know. <laughs> you want a nap? Is what you want? So I love the idea of Labyrinth, the game that we could potentially play with uh, with Evie Girl too. Totally, and we have to like help Cami a little bit. But I mean, it's still everyone still has a great time. Like it's it's really like she would grow into a really easily <laughs> indie gosh you said something oh we have settlers of Catan. we we bought it for sabbath and just have never played it because we both it's like the other thing it's like we need i almost want to know how much time am i committing to this like is this going to be like an like four hours of play or is this like something that's going to go quickly no an hour tops <laughs> okay. i'd say okay all right uh, maybe we'll and try you can always weekend. like find ways so there's like the robber Okay. And if, if we have a game that's like never ending, we just, we pull the Robert out and that makes, that'll make it go faster. Okay. Things like that. Okay, cool. We're going to add it. Maybe we'll try and do it this, this Sabbath. It's really fun. I'm so glad you talked about food and Sabbath because, and because that's like so big. Wait, what'd you like, say? I just like reverting back to the previous question. I'm just was thinking about how did I not say food and sourdough? Like had this moment where I'm like, 
some of the most cathartic time in my life right now. Like our Sunday pizzas, and I'm going out of order, but Sunday pizzas, just like Rusty's on indie duty. He and Evie are usually watching Harry Potter, one of them. And I just get to be alone in the kitchen making all of our pizzas. And I just, I love it so much. So anyways, just I was having that thought. And I apparently I don't know how to have a thought without saying it aloud. No, it's great. Well, it kind of feeds into, I feel like I have a last easy question for you. What's your favorite drink right now? Like alcoholic. And and this sounds like, I don't know. It sounds like a weird question. What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? But like, is there a wine that you're loving or a cider or when you do partake, is there something that you're just like, Oh my God, this is so good. There's two, the mixed track Pinot Noir from Scout and Cellar right now is it's so good. It's dry. It's like earthy and it's, it's light, but it's, you can drink it on its own. It's great with food. Rusty's not a big wine guy, but he really likes it. So mixed track Pinot. So mixed good. Mixed track Pinot. Got mm-hmm. it. And then if you didn't know, like Sound Cellar is like the clean crafted, whatever, whatever. I've got links for it, but it's just, it, their wine is great. And it's, you know that it's, and this is, I believe it's a Spanish wine because it's uh, in partnership with Etnico, which is like one of their vintners. And then there's a local cidery called Alpenfire. My goodness. And they have this bone dry and it is so good, like a little bit funky, super, super dry, 100% organic. They don't add anything to it. And we have a little tap room here called Angelus Tap, and they, they have, Austin will have it on tap there. And so if I'm going cider, that's what I'm liking. If I'm going wine, I'm liking the Pinot. And it's like, you know, I'm in that cusper season now. So shifting, I, I enjoyed reds or whites over the summer, but loving a good red Pinot, especially right now. So yeah, that's mine. What about you? Well, we haven't been drinking a ton and it's been great. I mean, if I do, it's like a glass here and there, you know, but yeah, well, and it's like, we made a conscious decision this past weekend. I was like, I just really want like a beverage while we, I make this dinner, like, and I want to sit on the front porch and I want to sip it with my husband and like nothing crazy, but like, so we had the mint, the mint gimlets he made, which were incredible. But I also like had this wine the previous, I think it was the previous weekend, I don't know a ton about wine, but it's this very specific grape. It's b- from the Beaujolais region oh, of France. It's a good region. And <laughs> I guess the grape is like a gamay. And yeah. every single bottle that I, I like intentionally, that's like what I look for if I'm going to buy like anything to drink. A gamay specifically or this wine, this bottle? The, this, any gamay, but the, I forget the name. So now I feel like a dodo head. The, the name of this specific bottle that we had the other the last weekend I forget the name but it was from Costco and it was like I don't know it was moderately priced it was the one of the best wines I've ever drank and I don't know if it's just because I haven't been drinking <laughs> but it was like it was so it went down so smooth mm. and it was like dry but there's like like a fruitiness to it I don't I know again know nothing about wine but it was so so good that I bought another bottle and it's somewhere but I can't get up and go see <laughs> Right now, because well, I'm tied to the computer. You're not drinking a ton, so you, like you get to savor it that yes. much more, and then like those bottles will last you probably through like the maybe the holidays, maybe totally. not. But you know, that's yeah. I love. I love finding a really good wine, and like you know, and not having wine isn't like habitual for us. Yeah. It's like it's an experience. Yeah, and like pairing it with food. Or on Tuesday, we went to. There's also what I'm loving is the resident red comes in. You can get it in a box of four cans, and each can is just just the the, like glass. the size of the glass. Mm-hmm. And so on Tuesday, we have this local pumpkin patch, and it is so sweet. There's animals and the swings, and they, they grow their own pumpkins, and there's a little market. And we also have a local sourdough pizza truck. And so our, our friend picked up pizzas for everybody because you can, like, order ahead. And then we met up and 
had like, I had a can of red wine and we like found pumpkins and they had picnic tables and then come once it gets a little bit colder here, they'll have like fire pits and stuff. So love a good canned wine too. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. And the book that I read recently, I had shared about a long time ago. I was reading it when we were in Jackson hole. It was like wine for everyone or something. And she was like, People are so like they they can get very like oh it's from a can or it's from a box. She's like there's some really good wines that are being yeah. packaged in cans and like boxes and like different types of like packaging and it doesn't mean that the wine's not good. So just throwing yeah, that don't out there. Book by its cover or wine by its vessel. <laughs> right. Though I will say in the past, all of my wine choices have been guided by like what does it look like like the marketing of the like. Label. Oh, the like, label. oh, that's cool. Snoop Dogg's on this for, one. Like, or- organic grapes or, you know, because <laughs> now I can't unlearn what I've learned from right. partnering with Scout and Cellar. I'm like, I'm not drinking that. Yeah. Well, so yes. I typically go for like you, like you, like the Beaujolais. Like I like mm-hmm. a French, a really good French mm-hmm. red, especially. And for whites, I'm like a gruner. But yeah, it's fun to learn about it and like mm-hmm. taste different wines. It's just such an experience. You know, yeah. I'm not drinking to, to for the feel. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking for the, the experience all around, really? flavor, all of it. So Totally. It's fun stuff. Well, that took yeah. an interesting turn, but yeah. I don't know why I popped in band. I was like, I just really want to know what Laura's yeah. drinking right now. <laughs> yeah, I love the question. I think it's fun. I think uh, wine is it's interesting, like mm-hmm. drinking in general, you know, it's like, and I come from, I'll just say like in my family, there is abuse mm-hmm. of alcohol. And so I'm just hyper aware of it. And the conversation can get so weird. It's like, you don't have to be like unhealthy with wine or totally, or with alcohol or totally abstain. And I know some people do a hundred percent and that's fine. And I respect that. But also like can I, I, it's hard sometimes for me because I'm, I'm, I know that I'm a moderator. Like I'm pretty, pretty great at moderating. It's just mm-hmm. the way that I roll. I do way worse if you tell me I can't have something. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's just an, it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of stigma around talking about alcohol, whether it's like you're abstaining altogether. Awesome for you. You know, whether you have a drink with dinner, great. Like just what, what serves you, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, I, we can get into like just all the judgment and shame around it too on all ends of the spectrum. It's yeah. like, man. Just do you and how do you feel? How does it make yeah. you feel? You know, and this is very pertinent to my personal life right now, which is, oh, I've shared more of that in Patreon, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. Just, it is very interesting. I mean, we both, yeah, are, I have on both sides of our families, Tim and myself, there's alcohol abuse. And so I'm also very, very, very hyper aware of of it and how it affects me. But at the end of the day, like, well, realistically I cannot drink. Like I just physically cannot drink a lot. I, I, so, uh, like that's a limit, a great limiting factor for myself. Like I don't feel good. I don't like it. That's great. One glass on occasion is great Great. for me. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, yeah. Love, love that. I look forward to having a toast with you at the retreat in less than a month. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. A month from now, we will be yeah. hanging out in, in Santa Cruz. Yeah, we like. will. <laughs> Counting down. I had some scouts sellers shipped out there, so it's going to be Yay. great. <laughs> can't wait. All right, friend. Anything well, else you want to throw in I mean, before yeah, I we... I could keep talking forever, but at this one, I have to get her down because yeah. she is getting loopy. All right, friend. <laughs> oh, there goes my headphone. <laughs> <laughs> On, on that note, I will see you later. My, my, right. I almost called you my love. I'll see you later, my love. My love. <laughs> Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.